BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. This does really seem like an escalation by the Chinese government, don't you think? It's absolutely an escalation. And of course, they're escalating tensions all over the globe. They're escalating tensions right here at home in America. They're escalating tensions over Taiwan. And so the story out there that the Americans and Chinese are ratcheting up tensions is really not accurate. This is China ratcheting Mm -hmm. up tensions. This is the Chinese Communist Party uh, trying to exact their oppressive regime all over the globe. That's the world's most hawkish Democrat congressperson, Seth Moulton, who was a Marine veteran, uh, talking about China ratcheting up tensions in a variety of ways, including opening up a clandestine Chinese prison in New York City. Right. Well, we flew a warship through the Taiwan Strait yesterday. You got Flying it. warships. That should be our lead. <laughs> sailed a warship through the Taiwan Strait yesterday, so they would call that escalating tensions, but it's a response to you encircling Taiwan with warships and planes and everything like that. So, yeah, that game, which has played out throughout history. In their international waters, Beaches. I don't want to hear it. (laughs) I got no patience for that. This is such a giant story. It is. It really is. Uh, And this is tangentially related to it, but I thought it was really interesting uh, a Chinese laboratory conducting advanced coronavirus research faced a series of biosafety problems in November 2019. 
That's interesting. November 2019. Did anything happen immediately after that? Those biosafety problems at this lab, which I'll, I'll mention where it is in a minute, drew the attention <laughs> drew the attention of top Beijing officials and happened to coincide with the COVID pandemic's emergence, according to a new report being released by Senate Republicans on the pandemic's origins. I will jump to the end if you like. There's nothing absolutely smoking gun definitive. But the circumstantial case is something else. Based on the work of a team of specialists, the 300-page document draws on open source reporting, including medical studies, scientific journals, and numerous Chinese government documents. It estimates that the COVID, which first emerged between October 28th and November 10th, of 2019, weeks earlier than the Chinese government's timeline and close to that of an earlier assessment from the U.S. intelligence chief. Chinese researcher affiliated with the People's Liberation Army apparently began work on a vaccine against this brand of COVID in November of 2019, just before it came into existence. Well, that's a good scientist right there. If you were an open democracy, you would have let the world know that this was happening Top people from around the planet from all kinds of different countries would have flown in to try to contain it and come up with a vaccine right away. But because you're the evil communist and uh, didn't want anybody to know and hit it, it became something that devastated the planet. Now, that is not definitive proof of anything. As we often say around here, evidence is not proof. But there's more. Uh, But the the fact that they began working on the vaccine before the thing existed, according to them, is hilarious. Around the same time, the Wuhan Institute of Virology, perhaps you've heard of it, in the Chinese city where the pandemic began, put unusual emphasis on raising its biological safety protocols, according to the report. Steps included a visit from Beijing by a high-ranking biosafety official, remedial biosafety training courses for staff, and urgent measures to procure new safety equipment. In other words, they went DEFCON 1 on biosafety just before they announced the the COVID uh, was on the streets. I'll be darned. That's interesting. What do you suppose was up there? After 18 months of research, the team that worked on the Senate report acknowledged it was unable to definitively pinpoint the source of the pandemic, which has killed nearly 7 million people worldwide. They uh, concede that previous pandemics have begun with pathogen-carrying animals uh, called zoonotic transmission, etc., etc. Senate committee investigators examined both hypotheses. Quote, the preponderance of circumstantial evidence, however, supports an unintentional research-related accident. And they go into some details, but then in a uh, quaintly uh, gentle sentence, they mention that arguments over COVID's origins have become highly politicized. What? Between virologists and other scientists who cite evidence pointing to a natural spillover. Well, let's pause for a moment. Might virologists who make their living and get giant grants studying viruses because they swear they can do it safely, might they have a bit of an interest in uh, promoting the other point of view? I mean, if the Armstrong and Getty show led to the deaths of hundreds of thousands of people, but it might have been, you know, a virus from a a raccoon dog or a bear panda or a cat dragon or whatever the hell. (laughs) Yeah, you might forgive me for saying, yeah, it was the bear panda. 
And then there was the whole Trump fever, you know, insanity thing. If Trump even breathed the word that it might be the Wuhan lab, the entirety of the American media screeched that that was an impossibility and not only impossible, but evil. And we will uh, quash anybody's attempt to even discuss it, whether online or in print. So that's interesting. China surprisingly did not comment. Uh, update, best we can, on the whole Southwest situation. Say they had all their flights grounded like an hour ago, and now a bunch of them, I guess, are going to take off again, and they are getting on top of it. But it'll be a mess, obviously, all day long. If you had a flight later, boy, check. I think the app is up and working now. It wasn't for quite a while because it crashed. Once everybody logs on, it crashes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, man, Southwest. Might want to look into that as well, maybe tomorrow. Southwest has got to get on top of this. I mean, they're close to being an airline where you think, man, I really need to get there. I better not book with them because I can't risk it. They're close to Mm. that, aren't they? Yes. That's absolutely an element in the decision. Yeah. Yeah. I've got another story from the world of science, Jack. It is fascinating and has to do with AI. It's also somewhat terrifying. So I'm looking forward to hearing more about Elon Musk, who has a highly cautious view of AI. How would you describe it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As he said, we need to get the regulations ahead of it. If we don't if we don't regulate this ahead of it, um, it might be too late, and it will control the world. <laughs> okay, well, that's quite a statement. Hmm. Well, that's something. So uh, this was sent along by one of our alert listeners. I think I have the email around here. I like to give credit because I really appreciate it when you all come across something great and you send it along to mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. But it's an article from uh, science.org. AI. How do I, how do I present this for you? Here, here's, here's how we do it. Many labs have used AI to analyze your brain uh, scans. Like if I'm looking at a picture of a puppy, they scan my brain, okay, and see what lights up in what way, presuming anything does. And they see the part of your brain that says, mmm, delicious. Mmm. And and, and then I look at a picture of, say, a a naked woman, (laughs) and they they map that out. Then I... uh, then I look at a, a picture of a set of golf clubs, which currently would cause me feelings of loathing and disgust. Um, well, here's the crazy part. Now AI has gotten so good at analyzing this stuff, it can look at your brain scan and say, oh, he's looking at a picture of a car. Ooh, boy. It can nail what you're thinking by looking at your brain. Short version of that would be it can read your mind. Yeah, Exactly. Exactly. AI can um, read your mind. Yeah, where is that email? It was so Holy good. crap. Yeah, yeah. But um he's talking about um Would you want so- would you want this is a question people have been asking forever. Would you want to be able to read people's minds? I wouldn't. Penny for your thoughts. <laughs> well, you better you better you better grow some thick skin. If you, uh, Andrew, if you start reading oh, people's minds. No, 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 no. That is the last thing I want. I'm fully aware most people tolerate me. Start, I've learned to deal with Start it. with your friends and family and go from there if you can read oh, minds. Oh, oh golly. Oh, oh, no. No, no, no. A thousand times no. Anyway, uh, moving along. Yeah, I found the uh, email. Andrew on the left coast writes, 
Uh, Joe, this is the most astounding thing I've seen on this whole AI subject. The ability to look at brain activity and decipher what we are seeing or thinking based on previous data is truly the stuff of alien science fiction. Imagine what Chinese interrogations will look like in five years. Yikes. Experts I've seen have also posited that dream reading and capturing might be possible through this. I don't know about you, but the thought of having a written or, God forbid, visual transcript of my thoughts is a little scary to think about. It's not quite juice harvesting time, but uh, getting close. Anyway, Owen, too. As my belief is that uh, AI and our merciless computer overlords will soon chain us to walls of medical facilities and drain our vital juices and steal our organs. We were watching 60 Minutes last night, and my uh, my youngest particularly kept saying, then why are we doing this? Why don't we stop this? And they would point out, you know, the potential downsides or anything like that. And that is a decent question. Is is there a is there a need for mankind to just do everything because we can? Or I'm thinking about the atomic weapon in that particular instance. Uh, we had a world war going on, and it was, well, we better get it before they do, as the technology has gotten to where somebody was going to get it. But is that where we are with AI? There's just uh, there's know, just no I, there's just no stopping. I, I was just going to, you read my mind, I was going to say, uh, you want to know why we keep going on AI even though we know it could be a disaster? Paging Robin, Robert Oppenheimer, Dr. Oppenheimer, to the Armstrong and Getty studio, please. Because if we don't, somebody else will. Somebody in intent on evil. Uh, you know, one of our other beloved listeners brought up the idea, if AI gets to the point where it realizes, oh, you know what, you can destroy all of humanity by doing this. Among the 8 billion or so people on Earth, are you telling me there's not a single one that would think, good, I'm going to be the guy to do it? Right. Now, I'm hoping there isn't an answer simple and cheap enough to implement. Maybe it's Twitter. I don't know. Some days (laughs) Twitter makes me want to be dead, but that's not exactly the same. Um, Yeah, it's, Uh, it's a hell of a question. Got a poll on people's attitudes about the economy that could be the number one factor for the next election. Oh, you have said that if the presidential election comes down to Trump and Biden again, you're going to leave this radio show and start a podcast where you talk about golf and beer? Uh, well, I'm going to, you know, like review the bars at golf courses. Yeah, somebody folks have been weighing in with ideas. Yeah. yeah, pars and bars, somebody suggested. That's a pretty good name. Nice. Uh, Got this one. Another round with Joe Getty. Oh, wow. Another round. Welcome to Pars and Bars. That is really good. It's a little Kelly Ripa for me, but uh, it's pretty good. Drinks at the Links with Joe Getty. Uh, Let's see. Uh, My buddy Brian suggested. What was his suggestion? I really like it. Drinks at the Links, Pars and Bars. Another round. Those are all good. Uh, Golfers will get this. Swing Lube Nation. Yeah. Alcohol frequently referred to as swing lube. Sounds swing like oil. a sex swinger thing. If I'm just, not... <laughs> you know, it kind of does. How about swing oil nation? What do you think of that? Right. Drinks at the links with Joe Getty. Uh, those are all pretty good. Speaking of Kelly Ripa, which I don't watch that show. It's it's on the TV by the time we get done with work, and I've never heard it. But Kelly Ripa and Ryan Seacrest had a da- daily show. Well, he quit. Now it's her and her husband. They debuted yesterday, and uh, many people found it unwatchable and hard to take. Two, two really good-looking rich people giggling about their wonderful lives. So I might check that out just to be appalled. <laughs> There's so few things to be appalled at these days. You need to <laughs> seek them out. Latest poll on people's attitudes about the economy, among other things. Come up. Armstrong and Getty.
Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Armstrong and Getty Show. President Biden keeping a low profile since his return to the White House. But behind the scenes, the New York Times is reporting closed-door planning meetings involving White House officials, the Democratic National Committee, and outside advisors are intensifying over when to announce a 2024 run. We'll announce it relatively soon. Before he dies would be a good time. <laughs> Which could be any day. Um, uh, more on his chances in just a second, but crime wave over the weekend in Chicago. Even by Chicago standards, it stood out. And what was the reaction of this new guy that they elected mayor? I guess we're going to continue this experiment on decriminalizing crime and see how it works out. If you haven't heard this, it's extraordinary. Even, again, by Chicago standards. So stay tuned for that. But so it looks like Biden's going to run. They're discussing how to do the rollout and everything. I wonder if his advisors, since I don't think the people close to him actually want him to run, I wonder if they're like, let's drag it out a little longer. I think we'll have the moment where it's clear that he can't run and we won't have to go through this charade. You know, I would be sorely tempted to pursue that strategy if I was on the inside. I mean, because the minute you say you're too old and senile to run, you're, you're out. You're going. Oh, of course. Are they going to keep you around? But anyway, here's another reason. Even if he wasn't old and senile, it'd be tough to win. Generally, the economy drives uh, elections. I mean, if the economy is uh, doing well, you get reelected. If the economy's in the tank, you don't. And that has happened over and over and over again in modern history. 
The most recent CNBC All-America Economic Survey, 69%, giggity, giggity, 69% have negative views of the U.S. economy. That's an all-time high. They've been doing this survey for almost 20 years. That includes the big, the Great Recession of 2008. Uh, Still an all-time high number of Americans with a negative view of the economy at 69%. That is not getting reelected sentiment right there. Not a joke. Biden has a 34% approval on the economy. That's dang low. The percentage of people saying they're keeping up with uh, inflation, only a quarter of people said their household income is keeping up with inflation. Wow. I think that's why this is an even worse economic number than during the Great Recession. Because, you know, if, if if you didn't have a house and you weren't having to get your 401k money out or whatever, it didn't necessarily affect you. But everybody, every single day is being affected by inflation. Every single day. Multiple times a day, you get reminded, oh, my God, this sucks, and I am going backwards with my salary. And that's probably why you got record high negative numbers. Well, and it was pointed out the other day uh, in one publication or another, I was reading that these snapshots of the economy, the jobs numbers, the consumer spending report, blah, 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 those are always snapshots of what happened months ago. Um, if it's a quarterly thing, including, you know, by the time the numbers are out, like four months ago, and things are changing fairly rapidly, so... Yeah, it, it, we're absolutely not out of the woods. And the Fed might uh, try to choke off the economy one more time, at least, by raising interest rates again. So where this ends, it's uh, nobody's sure. Crime wave in Chicago over the weekend, even by Chicago standards. What was the reaction? It's something. I hope we don't try this in every city in America. We do four hours of this show every day. If you miss an hour, you can get the podcast, Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Then you can listen at your leisure. Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Like jackbooted thugs, they've descended on New York City using violent crime as their pretext. The MAGA Republican extremists are not interested in gun violence or even knife violence. The Republican witnesses who have used their time to criticize District Attorney Bragg have served as props in a MAGA Broadway production. I would challenge this this gentleman, whatever his name is, okay? Hank Johnson. Hank Johnson, to step one foot in the hood. Step one foot in the hood and tell me if those people there in that hood are props as well. Yep. You know? He's a bl- he's a rich black man, all right? He is a rich black man that's telling poor black men that they're props and that the crime and the things that they're experiencing it's it's not as bad as they think that they are so jim jordan had his big field hearing in new york yesterday about how crime is going unpunished you had a reaction to crime going unpunished in chicago over the weekend which we're about to get to and then in los angeles this video came out yesterday of a mob taking over a compton gas station stealing thousands worth of alcohol and snacks a hundred people mobbing the place because crime isn't a crime anymore in th- our three biggest cities, just for example. A couple of comments on the New York hearing. First of all, the uh, entire narrative from the left, as you heard from uh, Congressman Hank Johnson of Georgia there, was that that was just a, a show trying to undermine Alvin Bragg because he's prosecuting Trump. Now, is it uh, interesting that the Republicans started their tour of cities that are soft on crime? With the very precinct where Alvin Bragg is prosecuting Trump? Yeah, yeah, that's a little fishy. I might not have done it that way, but I thought it was interesting. At the hearing, the Democrats mentioned Trump 28 times. The Republicans made zero references to Alvin Bragg prosecuting Trump or Trump at all. It was all about crime and victims. Yeah, this angle that it's just Trump supporters coming to the rescue to attack the DA. Yeah, that's happening. But this other thing is actually happening, too. It's not made up. It's not made up. It's statistically true. And that's what he ran on. That's what he brags about. So Republicans pointing out, hey, hey, world, does everybody know what this guy's all about? He doesn't believe in crime. And the same Mm -hmm. thing in Chicago and Los Angeles. You got all these prosecutors that don't believe crime is a thing. It's weird. And then you have people arguing, well, crime is down in New York City. And uh, and it's a classic case of statistics lying. So many people have become so hopeless, they don't report them anymore. More interesting statistics to me were the fact that uh, the felony cases that the uh, DA's office declined to prosecute in uh, before Bragg to during Bragg rose by 300 a year from 828 to uh, 1120. Uh, felony cases downgraded to a misdemeanor. In 2019, it was less than 40%. Now it's 52%. It's over half. And total felony offenses 
have rose, risen for, since 2019 to uh, last year. Well, obviously, last year they have complete statistics. Went from 95,600 to 95,600 to 102,007 to 126,589 under Bragg. Well, in Chicago, stolen cars are up 135% in the same period of 22. 135% for stolen cars. Theft is up 22%. Robbery is up 15%. Burglary is up 6 It goes on and on and on. And then over the weekend, you had... A whole bunch of crime. Byron New York writing in the Washington Examiner about Chicago. Chicago just had a really violent weekend, even for Chicago. Uh, 32 shot, 8 fatally. And then you had this, call it a riot, call it mob violence, whatever you want, that happened in one of the city's downtown areas. If you haven't seen the videos, crowds of young people jumping on cars and buses. Hundreds of teenagers smashing vehicles, viciously beating down passersby. There's one video that's finally gotten out of a gang of all black youths, as it turns out, beating down a white woman savagely. You're not going to see that on the evening news. That's a little uncomfortable. It's a little uh, doesn't go with the narrative. But you had bus drivers assaulted, uh, drivers assaulted, smashing, looting, gunfire, fights, the rest of it. And what is their response from the current mayor? Why don't we listen to that clip 83, Lori Lightfoot. This is not the first time uh, that we've uh, addressed these issues, but our young people have an opportunity um, and, and a right to enjoy the entirety of our city, but they have to do it in a way that is respectful for people and property. And we did address that um, over the weekend, and we will continue to address it. Our young people have the right to enjoy the entirety of the city, but they need to do what? Well, they had an election just uh, the other day, and you were talking about what a big deal it was, which direction it would go, and the people of Chicago chose to go the direction of less cracking down on crime. So what did the new mayor, the incoming mayor Johnson, say about the crazy violent Let's weekend? go Brandon Johnson. <laughs> He's, he put out this statement. In no way do I condone the destructive activity we saw in the Loop and Lakefront this weekend. It's unacceptable and has no place in our city. Here comes the however. It is not constructive to demonize youth who have otherwise been starved of opportunities in their own communities. Our city must work together to create spaces for youth to gather safely and responsibly under adult guidance and supervision to ensure that every part of our city remains welcome for both residents and visitors. This is one aspect of my comprehensive approach to improve public safety and make Chicago livable for everyone. So it's because these kids got nothing to do and no place to hang out that they decided to riot and jump on tops of buses and cars and set things on fires and attack people. And savagely beat people, yeah. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and demonize the people who savagely beat down an innocent bystander, uh, Mr. Mayor. And he says, in no way do I condone. Uh, however, it's not constructive to demonize youth who've, who've smashed city property, private property, stolen, looted, beaten, pass, beaten down passersby, shot each other, etc. They've been started of opportunities in their own communities. Boy, this experiment on what if we remove the negative repercussions of criminal behavior? I wonder what will happen. It's impossible to say. <laughs> I remember the first time I ever wrote, read some quotes from Lenin. John Lennon? Vladimir Ilyich Lenin. V.I. Lenin. Thank you for settling that. Um, the first time I ever read quotes from Lenin where he actually believed that crime would go away if they had an you know, communism and an equitable society and everybody had was sharing equally and all that sort of stuff. 
crime would go away. And I thought, that's the craziest thing I've ever heard. It is. It's horrible that somebody believed that 100 years ago and built a society around it. And now we have people in charge of our crime in New York, Chicago, L.A., and other places who actually believe that crap. The only reason people are stealing is because of lack of economic opportunity. Because they're being treated bad. That's why they're stealing. In a related story, Walmart Did you ever, is- Were you ever a kid? Did, were, you ever, were you ever a kid and were you around people who would take your stuff just because they wanted it? And it wasn't because they didn't have stuff at home. They didn't break your school project in class because they didn't have stuff at home. No. Just, some predators. people are like that. No. Yep. Anybody who's ever observed human beings is knows that intimately. There's some ideas so stupid only an intellectual could hold them. As I started to say, Walmart has closed four of its stores, and I'm sure many more to come in the Chicago area. They've endured too many losses. They didn't specify what sort of losses and why they were growing in Chicago. But yes, Walmart has decided it's too dangerous and expensive to operate in Chicago. That's just beautiful. So Chicago is is where San Francisco was a couple years ago, and they're starting to close down all their... CVS's and Walgreens and all that sort of stuff. It is absolutely amazing what is going on in our big cities. It's it, interesting. Our friend Tim Sandifer tweeted a bunch of things on this topic. One of them was a law firm putting out notice that, hey, with these uh, new laws, it's really important you and your shoplifting uh, clients, your uh, defendants, you know the new laws because you can get them off. They're not prosecuting this sort of thing, really. And if they do, you can get them off. So do you think, you know, thieves are not stupid. Everybody's so in love with dumb crook stories. But these people do this for a living. They keep up with the law. They know what the laws are, and they pattern their behavior based on the realities of their workplace. They know exactly what's going on. These gangs of roving youths who take over entire blocks um, in in cities across the country, Chicago, the West Coast, it happens all the time. They know there are no repercussions. If there are four, five, six arrests, it's a miracle, and none of those people will be prosecuted. Well, the recall failed in Los Angeles. They decided to go further down the road of crime doesn't is not crime anymore in Chicago. So and and you're seeing what's happening in New York. Um, I I guess I don't know what I don't know what's going to happen. Well, again, even the Washington Times got this one wrong. I think it, one of the big issues was crime in Chicago, and the more conservative candidate ran on that. The concern about crime was not enough of a counterweight to the unions Mm. wanting to line their pockets. The unions turned out all their members, the teachers union especially, and those votes outweighed the people who were afraid of crime. That's what happens in city after city. Yeah, you know what what I do, what what all people who follow politics do? We look at elections and think the voters spoke about a certain thing. Even though we all know turnout is the whole game. Turnout is the entire game. If everybody voted, then you could, at the end of any election, say, okay, this is what the voters said. But everybody doesn't vote. The people that were turned out, who turned them out for what reason is not looked at enough. You're absolutely sure. right about that. We misread elections over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. 
I was a kid interested in politics growing up in Chicagoland, and my dad explained it to me at one point that you get these ward bosses or like a Jesse Jackson character, and they get these huge grants from the city to go do good in the community. I mean, boatloads of money. They spread out enough of that money that they still get rich, but they let it be known in their ward or precinct or whatever the term is in the city you live near or whatever, uh, that you're going to turn out to vote. We'll even give you a ride, et cetera, et cetera. But if you want the money to keep flowing, you will turn out and vote. And they're experts in turning out the vote. That's how a political machine works. That's how it's always worked. The The nature of political machines has changed a little bit, but there's absolutely 100% a progressive political machine in Chicago, and the money runs through the unions. If there's like a crazy mob incident over the weekend, and if you haven't seen these videos out of Chicago from, I think it was Saturday afternoon particularly, it's really quite striking. And the reaction from the incomer, incoming mayor is that we don't want to demonize these youth who have been otherwise starved of opportunities in their communities, as opposed to we're going to enforce the law, we're going to crack down, this will not happen again. Well, we'll get there. Bet you $1,000 there'll be somebody saying what I just said in an election or two. But it'll take yep. a while to get there. But that's yep. what people will demand at some point, because nobody likes crime. Until the desperation of the citizens overcomes the greed of the unions in Chicago, nothing will happen. Interesting. You can, you can text us anytime you want. Uh, 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 join us march 20th live from the edge at hudson yards in new york city featuring an unforgettable performance by grammy and academy award-winning singer songwriter and composer john batiste the all-new infinity qx80 is unlike any luxury suv you've ever seen Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So, so.
some new wrinkles in the whole leaker thing and uh, opening my eyes at least to a possibility I hadn't thought of. But here's Jennifer Griffin with a report on some of the latest from Fox. FBI investigators are now looking at a former U.S. Navy enlisted aviation electronics technician with a top-secret security clearance who allegedly shared four of the classified documents photographed by Teixeira through a pro-Kremlin social media platform she set up while on active duty, which was first reported by the Wall Street Journal. Sarah Bills, who posed as a pro-Putin Russian blogger under the handle Donbas Dievushka, or Donbas Girl, was posted to Whidbey Island in Washington State where she worked on growler attack aircraft used for radar jamming. She denies posting the files online. Bills was honorably discharged by the Navy after being demoted two ranks in November. So what's the Donbass girl story? What's going on there? That's her uh, online moniker. She's got an OnlyFans? Uh, No, not exactly. Uh, I think any military person listening said, whoa, 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 wait a minute. She was honorably discharged after being busted down two ranks for something, which is not clear to me. And how she involved Uh, with numbnuts who uh, shared all this information with the video game kids? Yeah, some of the uh, documents appeared on her Donbass girl uh, web podcast, I guess, podcast site. Um, so they're they're uh, scrutinizing her. They also made clear in the report, as I suspected, that the FBI had been surveilling uh, the the geek, the main guy, uh, what's his face, Teixeira, uh, for days before they busted him. They're just watching him. So, do you think there's any more afoot here than what uh, what what meets the eye or met the eye last week? I was listening to a podcast yesterday with uh, with some smart people discussing, for instance, using the example. We regularly in uh, the, 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 the popular history of Watergate look at it as, it as a Woodward and Bernstein in the press uncovered something and that brought down Nixon. But that's not mm-hmm. actually what happened. A guy who was inside the FBI who wanted to bring down Nixon for a variety of reasons contacted the media and started the whole ball rolling. Mark Felt, Deep Throat. Yeah. He fed information until he could have Nixon run out of the White House. Mm-hmm. Did somebody, for whatever reason, get information to this numbnuts, get it out into the world for their own purposes? Like he's a patsy, in other words. Hmm. Because there are not impossible. There are likely ramifications coming out. And and what would the goal be? Maybe it's not as as easy to figure out. Was the goal to uh, well part of part of this conspiracy theory? Because this is a bit of a conspiracy theory. Is that the only major doctored numbers that are out there um, that has been proven is uh, the information that was floating out really really fast that Ukraine has lost. Seven to one as many times soldiers as the Russians. That's not true. But somebody Mm -hmm. doctored that information and that flew around and that's what Tucker was hanging his hat on. And a whole bunch of people are saying they're losing big time. Our government is lying to us. Why are we sending them all this money in arms? We've got people fighting over there now, which is an exaggeration. That's not true either. But so somebody, it would seem, got this information out there, including one piece that was doctored to make it look like Ukraine was losing to cause the United States to stop backing Ukraine? I don't know. 
Well, the fact that this uh, Devushka girl, this Donbass Devushka American girl, is overtly pro-Kremlin and posted some of the documents, um, eh, you know, that would suggest where it's coming from or, or who it's intended to benefit. You know, it's easier to analyze the Nixon thing because the leaks were, hey, Nixon, uh, Nixon's guys committed crimes and now he's covering it up with all of his crew. I mean, it's pretty easy to understand. This was so scattershot. Although maybe that was intentional, so it wasn't obvious. Okay, so there's that, and then I came across this yesterday. This is uh, from AEI. Corey Shockey, who's with AEI, I follow her Twitter feed because she's really interesting on this stuff. She wrote in the Financial Times, The Pentagon can only hope that the tactical and operational intelligence that got leaked isn't useful enough to allow Moscow to torpedo Ukraine's battle plans. Given America's part in creating this vulnerability, it should be sending Kiev replenishment weapons and helping them replan their offensive to drive out Russian forces. Its intelligence lapse increased the risk to Ukraine, increasing its insistence is the least assistance is the least it should do. In other words, if we doomed Ukraine to lose by not being able to hang on to our freaking intel, shouldn't it be on us? Don't we have a responsibility to really double down on helping them? Sorry, sorry, we ruined your counteroffensive. Guess you're going to lose and get taken over by Russia. This happens. Well, yeah, but I mean, the possibilities aren't endless for what the United States can do for Ukraine. All the same concerns remain about escalation and nuclear arms and 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 us running low on our stockpiles of arms and, and europe being useless and the rest of it that's all still exists be a heck of a thing if ukraine loses because of this leak that'd be a heck yeah, of a time will tell a heck of a turn in yeah. world history holy crap boy i have some great stuff for hour four uh coming up no time really to describe it i apologize for that but so uh, hang around take, if you can we have to take your word for it i guess if you miss an hour, get the podcast. Armstrong and Getty on demand. Armstrong and Getty. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity.